I'm Elise Forbes with BYU-Idaho Radio. Scott Cleveland, who is an independent candidate for U.S. Senate, joins me by phone. Thanks for taking the time to speak with me today. Hey, great to be with you, Elise. Thank you. Uh, so just to start off, what made you decide to run for the Senate? Well, uh, Elise, I looked at the direction that our country is headed, and I don't like what I see as a negative direction. And I, I, I think to myself, well, why is that? And I believe, personally, that our career politicians are failing miserably to serve the best interest of everyday average Americans, including Idahoans. And uh, I, for one, am resolved to do something about it. So that's the uh, 50,000-foot view, anyways, of why I decided to jump in this important race for the United States Senate seat here in Idaho. All right. And on your website, you've been critical of some spending. Um, You're running against incumbent Senator Mike Crapo. Uh, What are some of the main things that set you apart from your opponent? Well, uh, I have nothing personal against Senator Crapo. He's been in office for uh, going on 39 years now. And I think that uh, uh, most of that time he was pretty solid. But here in the the last few years, he's kind of gone off the rails with some of his voting record and his track record, the things that he's... uh, done and the things that he's failed to do. Specifically, to answer your question, the straw that broke the camel's back for me was last year when he uh, started voting with uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi on this massive pork barrel infrastructure bill of $1.25 trillion, uh, and very little of that bill was properly labeled as infrastructure. About 90% of it was uh, a bunch of green energy pork. And the conservative voters of Idaho, that is a betrayal of the conservative voters of Idaho that sent him back to Washington, D.C. in the first place. We didn't send him there to switch sides and start voting with the Democrats, and that's exactly what he's done. Uh, In addition to that, uh, he turns a blind eye to things like uh, election integrity, uh, our southern border crisis. Uh, It's just a long litany of things, not just one particular thing. And as you mentioned, you describe yourself as an independent conservative. You're running as an independent. Um, With this, what do you believe prepares you uh, as an independent conservative to represent the interests of Idahoans? Sure. Well, uh, you're right. We do say it all all in one breath, Elise. It's independent (laughs) conservative. And uh, a little bit about my background, and then I'll talk about why I'm running as an independent instead of a traditional Republican. Uh, I'm a business owner. I've been in business for uh, the last eight years, uh, self-employed. I'm a financial advisor. I've been in that industry for the last 30 years, including working at a Fortune 100 company. I was a managing partner for a New York-based firm. Uh, uh, I'm a husband. Uh, you know, uh, I've been uh, blessed to have a, a well-balanced uh, lifestyle and a, a great career, both uh, personally and professionally. Uh, I'm a Christian. And I'm just a regular guy. Uh, As you know, I've never held public office. Uh, But I started a political patriot group a a couple of years ago after the 2020 election. And my candidacy was kind of born out of that group. And for the record, I was a lifelong Republican until that point. I am a true conservative. And I looked at the the state of affairs and and how to go about uh, running to replace some of these career politicians, I believe, Uh, The longer somebody's in Washington, D.C., the more they're beholden to lobbyists and special interest groups. When I researched how to go about this, I quickly realized that in Idaho and many other states, it is nearly impossible, if not fully impossible, to upset a 30-plus-year career incumbent 
like Mike Crapo running in the same party in the primary. You can't do it, Elise. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And I'm not on to this effort to spend all my time and energy and money and ask my supporters to sign on to a losing effort. So the long way around the mountain is to run as an independent, but there are independents in Congresses, in Congress and state houses throughout the country. Uh, it's definitely the long way around the mountain, but step one is you must be on the ballot in November when it counts. And the uh, law requires you to gather a thousand signatures in order to do that. We did that back in January, and now I am on the ballot. There's only five names on the ballot. Well, what would be some of your main priorities if elected? What are some of the first things that you would want to accomplish? Sure. Well, uh, we have a lot of problems in this country. Uh, Many of them are what I would call self-inflicted problems. And the good news, if there is any in all of that, is they are uh, reversible. Uh, Most of the national polls right now would indicate, and I would concur with this, that inflation, this crushing inflation that we're going through right now, uh, is really uh, tough on the middle class, uh, young people like yourselves, uh, senior citizens on fixed income. And the reason we have such crushing inflation is because of the reckless spending. Uh, our government has spent $7 trillion. They, they printed $7 trillion or so in the last five years through COVID, and it was both the Trump administration as well as the Biden administration responsible for this. And you cannot create – you cannot print that kind of money without creating uh, this runaway inflation, 40-year high inflation. Uh, the price of gasoline is, is cooked into everything. So uh, we got to get uh, a handle on our reckless spending. We cannot be sending money to Ukraine and doing crazy things like that, and that will begin to help. Um, and so the power of the purse lies with the legislative branch of government, and that's where I would reside in the United States Senate. So no more reckless spending. Let's get the deficit flattened out. Uh, let's get it turned the other direction by having a robust co- economy. And, and stop the overspending, and that will take time. A second priority would be for me is to stop the border invasion at our southern border. Currently, there are over 200,000 illegal invaders coming into this country per month. They're bringing with them fentanyl, sex trafficking, child trafficking, uh, unvetted terrorists from foreign lands that hate us, and that is a national security threat. And that's going to create big, big problems if we don't get on top of that right away. We have the laws on the books. They're just not enforcing them. Those are two of the big ones right there, but certainly not the only ones. Well, thank you again for taking the time to talk a bit about your platform and why you're running. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to say um, for voters? Well, sure. Uh, You know, I'm I'm asking people. uh, One of my favorite quotes is from Albert Einstein, and it goes like this. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. If we keep electing the same career politicians in Washington, D.C., we're going to keep getting the same results. And I, for one, am not satisfied with the leadership of this country. I am making a big ask when I ask uh, conservative voters, many of them lifelong Republicans like me, to vote for the first time in their lives, maybe for an independent. But remember, uh, you're not going to get a conservative voting record from Senator Crapo anymore because that's not how he votes, and we can't he can't be trusted to continue holding the conservative line. So that's that's my message in in a nutshell. Well, thanks again for taking the time to talk with me. Really appreciate it. Uh, 
thank you, and I appreciate it, and I hope to meet you someday. Sounds good. That was an interview with Scott Cleveland, independent candidate for U.S. Senate.